0: In 2009, Josh and Hadley were friends at high school, co-hosts of a radio show, and massive fans of Prison Break. Now in 2017, Josh lives in Australia, Hadley's in New Zealand, and Prison Break is back on TV, so they have an excuse to talk again. Warning. Contains Prison Break spoilers.
1: Hey guys, future Josh here, cleaning up past Josh and Hadley's problems. Just a heads up, uh, this week, as well as Prison Break spoilers, there were also spoilers for Beauty and the Beast, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Fast and the Furious, Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, and Too Fast and Furious. And Fast and Furious 6. And Back to the Future. Enjoy the show, guys.
0: Hey, ma'am. Hey, there we go. So how was that for you? Um, yeah. Straight off the bat, I want to apologise for my tone last night. I think I was particularly negative and I didn't, um, I don't know, I feel like I could have been a little more forgiving because I feel like, just like, um, our podcast yesterday had a little too much, um, exposition in places so did the episodes, you know what, like, and I, I, I would ask people to persevere with us, so I can only do the same for Prison Break.
1: Yeah, well, people people worked hard on it.
0: <laughs> oh, come on, man, they could have worked harder, though, way. Eh? I mean, no, no. And we're back. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, also, the other thing that I want to apologize for, in Prison Break, I keep saying it's been seven years, but in real lifetime, it's been eight years. So I don't know whether that means that Prison Break... Like the timeline, I got, uh, is uh, have they purposely set this last year or uh, I don't know what their deal is.
1: Um, I think there was delays in, in this came, coming out. I remember there being a story about um, Dominic Purcell falling off some scaffolding or something like that and having to go to hospital for, for a few months. Okay, that'll do it. Okay, that'll do it. Yeah. So I I, I think there could have been delays in in production or something like that, and maybe they just couldn't be bothered changing it to eight years. (laughs) Too much,
0: too much work. I watched... It was was already in the script. I watched um, Beauty and the Beast tonight directly before watching Prison Break, and there was a bit where it's almost like they don't let... You watched Prison Break, right? I thought we were doing Beauty and the Beast tonight. I thought we were doing Beauty and the Beast tonight. I thought it was Prison Prison Break last night, and then we'll do Beauty and the Beast tonight. And then, I don't know, we'll see as we go. Okay, go on. And there's a bit in Beauty and the Beast where I feel like when they all, spoiler alert, they all come back to life as like all the plates and, and like furniture come back to life as like actual people. They never show the kid's mouth move when he talks. And I feel like, same as, same as you and McGregor, and I feel like it's because both of them were dubbed and they couldn't be bothered, like, doing proper <laughs> ADR. Uh,
1: it's, yeah. I still don't know how I feel about it. Um, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. I guess three watches of that one was a tough one. <laughs> oh, you wow. did not!
0: You did not <laughs> rewatch this opera, <laughs> Settle yourself.
1: That is outrageous. Oh, oh gosh. Okay, so okay, so I just enjoyed it more. Episode two, I, I yeah, guess. and I, uh,
0: you enjoyed it more. I did enjoy it more. Um, here it is, right off the top. My biggest question. Old moneybag Lincoln, I swear last episode, he was bitching and moanin' about... <laughs> I knew you were going to say this. I, knew, this. I knew you were going to bring it up when he whipped that wad out. And he just whips his wad out left, right, and sends <laughs> First of all, um, the lady who is helping them escape uh, Yemen, uh, her dad just said to her, oh, it's going to cost two years' salary. And she's like, oh, okay, we'll never come out with that money. Three seconds later Lingo walks in, is this enough? And he whops out his <laughs> massive wad and slaps her in the face with it. And then later on they're trying to get into the um the ISIL uh like controlled territory and they're like, Oh they'll never let us in and he goes, How about
1: this? And he whips out another one <laughs> and he just gives it to that guy. Good. I'm glad I'm glad you were happy with that part. Um, no, this is I the opposite. I'm your, angry with that part. Is that, is that is that your peak or is that your pit? <laughs>
0: no that's my 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 big question like of all the of all the what's going on questions that is that's my biggest question of the episode is where does Lincoln get all this money from
1: yeah there's I'm sure there's a theory going around about this money I, I think this is not the last we've seen of Lincoln's money in this season.
0: Here is my theory so at the end of season three, they're in Panama, and they've got all of D.B. Cooper's money, um, mm. and then Agent Kim kicks it off into what I always thought was relatively shallow water, but then they were like, <laughs> oh, no, that money's dead and gone forever now. Just like the uh, the song that you played when we had our old radio show that almost got us banned because it had <laughs> way too many N-words in it. Uh, that money's dead and gone. Um, all right, but, so...
1: Uh, but just trying to just okay okay keep going keep going.
0: <laughs> we don't need to address community radio uh, stories. Um, you played it. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. I gave you uh, one job, which was to pick the song, and you chose to have one. There on a community radio station, where we had one rule: hey guys, don't say the N word. <laughs> um, anyway, um, all right,
1: guys. So welcome to this week's episode of the Josh and Hadley Show. Uh, this is a weekly show where. Josh and Hadley watch Prison Break, Season 5, and then uh, then uh, discussion in, uh, follows. Is that succinct? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's succinct. And you know what? Um, it was a, a great uh, subject changer. I can't even remember what I was talking about. Perfect. Um, look... That sucked. No, here's, no, here's, no, okay, I'm I'm back, we'll get back to how much it sucked, I reckon, but come on, if if last week's episode was like a a two inmates out of a Fox River eight, this one was easily like a three and a half or four, like it's getting better, but here is my, I've got a theory for you, it's a good theory as well, I'm proud of this theory. Okay,
1: alright, alright, let's do this.
0: Okay, so, so that money, the, the um, was it $5 million that D.B. Cooper, less everything that everyone spent along the way, that money disappeared. It just fell in the water. It was in a bag. Then mm-hmm. Lincoln was in Panama for several years as they reminded us last episode of running a scuba mm-hmm. diving shop. Mm-hmm. I reckon mm-hmm. Lincoln used the power of his snorkel to go into this very, very shallow water and regain D.B. Cooper's money. He dried it off in a in a um, in a laundromat. Look, the theory's got legs, but then what's he doing with these loan sharks? Then, uh, I think he just loves the thrill. Um, it's just the it's just the, the thrill of the he likes the thrill of the hunt, but he's the hunted one, and that's that's he just loves it. He's a bit, he's just a,
1: <laughs> Lincoln Burrows is an A class tease. So you think that like you think Lincoln Burrows is potentially a millionaire, but. He loves petty crime so much <laughs> that he commits yeah. petty crimes and and takes out loans from from criminal loan sharks just for the thrill of the changes. Knowing that
0: he'll never pay them back, hoping against hope that they turn <laughs> up at his house with guns and go we Lincoln Burrows is a grown man who runs around going, I hope nobody tickles me
1: <laughs> And he wants so them to tickle Link him. actually had some cool scenes. He he, he had some cool scenes, like the well, I don't know if they were cool, but uh, like w- when he was fighting ISIL, <laughs> it's, it was basically Lincoln Burrows <laughs> versus ISIL tonight, and. I don't know if he understands what ISIL is or what terrorists are, because he sort of goes in there like a, like a child, kind of ignorant to it, being like, oh, oh, <laughs> "Oh, don't worry, I'll get the kids out. It's it's all right." And it's it's like these guys have got guns. They're they're an international terrorist cell, <laughs> and 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 then we have got Lincoln Burrows. Lincoln Burrows used some big words tonight, and it took me aback. I'm like,
0: "Wow, Lincoln! I didn't know that you mm-hmm. knew those three syllable words." Well done, you.
1: He had, there was one particular shot in, in the episode towards the back half, just before they go in to save the Sheik, and they they come out of the back of a ute, uh, they're looking at the side of the building, and they see the terrorist guy sitting out in front of the building, and they're sort of discussing what to do. Then there's a close-up shot of of Link's face, and he says, there's only one way to find out. Um, oh my god, yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so he has this line, and... I burst out laughing, and I was I was hoping that he'd be digging a grave in the next episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the very next shot, the there's next only shot. one way to find out, and it's just him digging uh, his own grave.
1: But wasn't it an awkward shot?
0: Do you think he? I mean, yeah, it was it was a weird shot, but but they have to make a big thing of it because that's his catchphrase. They're um, <laughs> they're really trying to get. They're really trying to push the Prison Bake um, uh, merch this season. <laughs> and so, what they thought of, like, we better have great catchphrases. I mean, Michael Schofield's got, and now we run, from the end of Prison Break uh, season one. We love that. Uh, Brad Bellick, obviously, you get the Brad Bellick plushie, you squeeze him, and he goes, I'm going to hunt you down, Schofield. But up until this point, Lincoln Barrows didn't have any catchphrases. So what they're doing is every single episode (laughs) of uh, the season, he is gonna say, "There's only one way to find out," and um, and that way, when you get the mug, you lift up the mug and it's got a light sensor on the bottom. So when you take a drink of um, of hot chocolate, you hear uh, his catchphrase plays. Same as like um, like Woody uh, from Toy Story, you pull the ripcord at the back. His ca- classic catchphrase. And I guarantee you there'll be more catchphrases. Also, with all the Lincoln Burroughs doll, you get big wads of cash, but it never explains <laughs> where the doll gets it from. He just keeps. Every time you up. think. <laughs> yeah, whenever you. It's like a pears dispenser,
1: but uh, just, uh, it's just cash shooting out of Lincoln's big, thick neck. So, yeah, he's he's an interesting fella. He, he's definitely boring, but he keeps the show interesting as well at the same time. I know it's a contradictory thing to say, but he he's simultaneously one of the dumbest characters I've seen in a television show, as well as one of the most interesting. Like when they were trying to to solve the the mystery of the Sheikh, and and suddenly he had the answer. Like um, when they were what was it? The, they looked at the phone number and Michael's note that he left them, and and uh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. all sort of puzzled around it. Like knew straight away he knew the answer. Um, but. <laughs> While that whole scene was going on, he was sitting in the corner, kind of just like looking at the wall. Not, not not really participating in in the riddle or the, the clue or anything, which I thought was perfect as well, because he knew there was just no point.
0: He let everyone else do the groundwork. He pretty much got them all mm-hmm. the way to saying that the the Sheik of Light <laughs> was the director of the power company. The others who were literally about to say, oh, Sheik of Light, that's the director of the power company, and that's when he came to him, oh, it's the director of the power company! Sheik of Light, uh, it's the director of the power company! Just so he could be the first to say it.
1: I like to think that that was a like that was an acting decision on his part to to stare at the wall. Um, in the scene, he was scripted to be more active, obviously, and, and participating in the puzzle. But he decided that it would be more fitting for his character if he sat off to the side um, at, by himself and, and didn't really participate. Just. Because he knew he couldn't really contribute a lot to it,
0: yeah, no I actually read the um the shoot the shoot script for this um for this episode, and he actually had several big monologues uh throughout that and um <laughs> and he just decided just not to do them
1: <laughs> yeah, I think ultimately it worked out better
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know Dominic Purcell personally, I like to think he has the acting chops to deliver the monologues, um but I just wouldn't
1: have believed if Lincoln had said anything. Exactly, um, so I guess the the other thing uh, that that was interesting was the, the BPA in the water bottle. Do you, you remember this? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So Callumans back, um, who was the, like, the best bad guy from the start. What is his deal? Focusing on uh, you got to get sick if you drink <laughs> out of a plastic bottle.
1: <laughs> there was no resolution there, and I thought Obsession. like. Obsession. There was an obsession, right? I thought he was poisoning her or something, but no, no, no. He just really hates plastic bottles. Yeah.
0: Is this something that is going to be, you know, I don't know, like explored later on? Are they trying to give his character a quirk? Or is Prison Break marketing? While they're trying to release their own uh, line of uh, merchandise, they are directly attacking the bottled water industry as well. The, the marketing genius, no, no, the marketing theory. genius have have looked at our Venn diagram and they realised that if people with disposable income between the ages of eighteen and thirty four with households that earn uh, over hundred thousand dollars, that's their target market. Have uh, they spend the same amount of money on prison prison break merch as they do on bottled water? And if they can get people buying less bottled water, they'll buy spend more money on prison break merch. So now they just besmirching the name of bottled water in the hopes that those people go, "Oh man, I won't buy that, but I'll buy a disposable, eco friendly Paul Kalman cup."
1: <laughs> so, yeah, like, conspiracy theory aside. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> what on honestly? <laughs> what the hell? Did you know he
0: in yeah, the he... Marvel universe like Spider-Man's parents, who died, also happened to work for, like, uh, for, for S.H.I.E.L.D. Spoiler and then alert. They were, uh, spoiler alert. And then they're also friends with, like, Wolverine, who used to hang out with them, who used to fight with Captain America back in the day. The Marvel Universe is just too small because everybody knows everybody. And that's where Prison Break is getting to. Why is Paul Calman back, <laughs> who just happens to have uh, been in the office when Sarah turned up, at a different government department that he was ever in? And now... Why? That's just the universe is too small. Why is he there, and why does he hate yeah. bottled water so yeah. much?
1: I mean, I appreciated them bringing him back for it because I feel like out of all the people they brought back, that that guy actually probably would have been slightly harder to get than some of the other actors um, because he's done stuff since Prison Break, right? Um, I don't know. He was he was in he was in private practice for like nine seasons. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So. I, I just I don't know I just think that he he would have been a challenging one to get back and and his story really finished like he he helped them in the end he got them exonerated and he sent Teabag and um and Jonathan to prison at the end of season four, so like he was right, a good dude by the oh, end yeah, of it yeah. and suddenly. He was he was the head of the company and in in and this yeah. season suddenly Kaellerman seems like he's a, he's a d bag again and he's um nah Michael killed a guy and and that's that there's no other explanation around it he definitely killed a guy um despite the entire premise of this entire show <laughs> being about Lincoln <laughs> being set up for killing a guy no the Sarah pointed that out and said uh oh that's my laptop I'll hush you down
0: um th- um Sarah even said um that's, wait a minute, isn't that the premise of this whole show? And then Paul Callowin said, oh no, uh, there were blood evidence in the clothes that Michael uh, took with him
1: to Yemen when he flew out.
0: Why did Michael pack a suitcase full of clothes covered in <laughs> blood of another person?
1: Yeah, it's foolproof. Um, look, the case is airtight. There's, there's nothing in there. There's no wiggle room. I don't know, mate. I just... Like the the water bottle thing was that got me. I don't know what was going on there. I don't know what they were trying to allude to. I'm intrigued. I, I hope that Zig does zag, and <laughs> we don't see where that's going, but you know, I doubt it.: How
0: much did you love seeing Michael back in
1: prison? Okay, I, I did. I, I like seeing Michael back in prison, but I didn't like it as much as I like seeing Johnny Tran in prison with Michael.:
0: Now, he was the addict, yeah. Come on. Where do I know him from?
1: Yeah, yeah. Johnny Tran from Fast and Furious. There
0: it is. Hello. Tokyo Drift.
1: No. All right. <laughs> Did um, I just make an assumption? He was, the bad, he, he was the bad guy in the first Fast and Furious movie. He's also Korean. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Who, good job, though. He, I appreciate he, um... the, uh, the, the casual racism there.
0: <laughs> no, okay, Tokyo Drift has people, it's a very multicultural film, I have you know, it has Americans, it has an Australian girl, Han, um, whose last name is Seoul O, as is revealed in Fast and the Furious uh, <laughs> 5, is Korean, and uh, I just figured uh, maybe this guy was part of Han's crew, but yes, no, no, he was the guy with the Uzi who shot up the nerdy guy who uses a computer to work on cars. That's it. Fast and Furious 1 exactly. came out a long time ago. Look, mate. I think Prison Break and Fast and the Furious are very linked. First of all, they've got the same executive producer on board. We've got uh, is it Neil Moritz? Um, so that's a that's a thing. Secondly, we've got um, we've got as we all know, what's his face, what's his face from Fast and the Furious one, who's in this episode. And secondly. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, well, we have last episode. We had car laptop hacking other cars, just like in Fast and Furious Six. I think a Fast and the Furious Prison Break crossover. What about Sucre? What about Sucre? Oh, Sucre, of course! Uh, too fast, too furious, um, and Prison Break. Exactly, he's the missing link. Yeah, he's the missing link in Burroughs I think that there will be a Fast and Furious Prison Break crossover.
1: I guarantee it. i tell you what. We're dealing with a very significant lag here. Um, I'm getting you about seven seconds. I just counted <laughs> behind when you talk. Uh, so what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to hang up. Uh, I'm going to call you back. Feel free to keep recording okay. because I don't plan on editing this. Uh, so you can keep talking if you want to talk well, will I hang up and call you back. But I'm going to do that.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I'm on my... But i just ring it now. We'll see if he picks up. And look at that. He's picked up. Have we got lag? I sat in silence. That's, I think it's, it's more manageable, I think. Okay, cool. So, uh... So what was uh what was it again? Pits and, and peaks, right? What was your what was your pit? We'll start with pit.
0: Okay, my pit uh, of this episode. What um, it was again? It's the kid. He's got to go. He had a little bit at the end where he had to say, "Where did the man go? <laughs> the pizza man." And I just, I, I just, he angered me. Um, him not wanting to go to school angered me. And also the fact that just he's in it, and we just have to like use him now. I feel like it's like Back to the Future too, where um, at the end of Back to <laughs> the Future one, they put in Jennifer into the car, and then they because they never thought they were making a sequel, and then when it came around to making a sequel time, um, they instantly regretted having her in the car. like, like we have to do something with her now, so they just they just knocked her out and chucked her in an alley for the fun part of the movie. I think. The kid is the exact same thing. If they knew they're making a prison break season five, they wouldn't have knocked Sarah up. He's just a burden.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, my peak, no, my pit was um was Jacob. Yeah, mate, he he's just got to go. He had about a two minute monologue when he was in in the hospital there. That was so boring. And and honestly, mate, no one cares Jacob. No one cares Jacob. Just just die <laughs> that, look the dude the dude he he can't even take a hint he thought it was about him mate it's not about you just die you were so excited you know, to have him in the episode last night what was it i know i was i was excited initially and then i realized that he just thinks it's all about him look this isn't this isn't the jacob show this is prison break um where was he where was he 7 years ago
0: um seven years ago he was in the united states uh he and he's an economist um but he yeah. wasn't always an economist um he actually used to do petty crime for the fun of it um but eventually he paid right. his debtors off and then they said okay you've paid your uh, you've paid your debt and um you can go about your life now. And that way, he's like, oh, wow, now that I don't have to run and I'm not being chased this whole time, I can actually make a positive contribution to the society. Uh, he learnt his lesson, um, which not everybody does. Yeah,
1: Jacob's got to go. <laughs> All right. Uh, what did you What did you like the most?
0: Um, I really liked seeing Michael just do some prison tricks again, making his prison lighter out of the gum and, and some... Um, some, um, was it a gum and and, and a battery? Um, I really liked seeing that. And also I liked to see... Yeah, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Well, was it the gum or was it the, the, like, the foil from the gum?
1: Look, I think whatever it was, it was ridiculous. (laughs) Um...
0: I also really liked seeing him uh, when everyone else was really scared about the big bad guys coming out of solitary confinement. I liked that he gave the guy a hug, and um, he's definitely just ISIS, like straight up Michael Schofield, uh, is as a general, uh, like like just there's there's no two ways about it. Um, he is just straight up stone cold killer. He murdered that uh, that CIA agent um, because. Um, <laughs> he's just isis
1: so my my peak we've already talked about was the shot of lincoln um saying there's only one way to find out um so i guess uh, yeah, that, and that brings i hear peak uh, to our, every episode yeah it will be it probably will be most weeks now um it's a gimme uh, yeah it's we we have one other segment which was uh what's what is michael up to um You've had another week to, to lament on, on what Michael's up to. What's Michael up to this week?
0: No, and it, this has only confirmed my theory um, of of what is going on. Um, just Isis. What about you? What do you think his end game is? What's his deal?
1: Well, there was a line early on in the, in the episode um, when he was climbing through the vent. I'm, I'm actually being serious. <laughs> there was a line when he was in the vent early on, <laughs> and he said uh, when he was with his... Um, his friend, um, well, I wish it was you and me like, like it was all the other times, um, or all the other ones, which, which sort of implies hmm. that Michael's just this guy who gets put into prison and, and breaks out of them. Um, and I sort of, I don't know what he's up to, but I, I feel like in the last seven years, he's just been, he's been breaking out of prisons all over the place. And I feel like, Maybe it's like an addiction for him, where he needs to, to break out of prisons, break people out of prisons, break people into prisons, and and it's just a thing he does now, and he sort of gets off on it.
0: You reckon breaking out of prison is his petty crime? He can't give it up.
1: Well, when he was doing his prison-breaking things, like the, the battery and the gum and the rag and the sock and <laughs> climbing through the vent and getting Yeah, whipped. he had a massive erection the whole time. <laughs> well, he loved it though. Like, he, he loved doing that. He was so happy. I haven't seen Wentworth Miller this happy for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest. And good on him. Okay.
0: So, here is um, my predictions for, for upcoming weeks. Um... One, I'm, I'm locking in. Uh, Michael is a, is a he's a nicest boy, that's that's what he does. Um, I reckon um uh the kid is gonna get kidnapped. Um, that's just gonna be a standard thing that happens. Uh but then it's probably gonna be, be yep, that's
1: given. But there, I yeah. to
0: be revealed that he was kidnapped by good guys. Um just for a twist. Although Prison Break is just not doing twists this season. Like the biggest twist was, oh man, me and uh, the bad guy are actually friends all along. Um, but I reckon the kid's gonna get kidnapped, but by, yeah, but not by who it was you think. Not,
1: not as twisty as as normal Prison Break. Yeah.
0: Um, who else do you want to come back? We got Paul Calliman this week. That was a nice treat. Um, who? Okay, obviously Brad Ballack is number mm. one. Uh, but who else do we want to come back?
1: <laughs> so I would like to see lachero back
0: oh the milkman the milkman (laughs) wasn't lachero doesn't that mean milkman that's his backstory he um yeah in sona he was um he um like he was like the milkman killer like he used to i can't remember if he killed milkman or if he like pretended to be a milkman to kill someone but i think i'm pretty sure Luchero means the milkman and that's how he got his nickname
1: yeah, I feel like he'd he'd definitely have a lot to offer this season.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know you... what? It's, I'm not going to be surprised if he comes back. Who do you want to come back? Um, Well, I really want to see uh, Warden Pope come back. <laughs> uh, as played by Stacey Keach. <laughs> 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 okay. I don't want him around for long, though, but I just want him to come back and... Um, and he's he's dishevelled. He's always disheveled mm. now. Um and I want him to um I want him to play an instrumental part. He lives in Yemen now by the way. Mm. Um it's not really explained why. <laughs> um and uh he actually he now works as a baggage handler in Yemen airport for Emirates. Uh, a big thank you to Emirates. Uh, for their, uh, for for making... Prison Break was brought to you by Emirates. Um, <laughs> and I really want him... Um, they're just about to uh, get through, and they get stopped. And then he says, hey, guys, climb into this refrigerator box, and I'll ship you out of here. And then halfway through, Michael, because he can't help himself, breaks out of the refrigerator box. End of episode four. That's mm. what I'm predicting.
1: Well, let's save that for next week. Um, I think... <laughs> I think I'm I'm glad that this week's is over. Um, I I was really excited for for this week's episode, and I'm I'm pretty disappointed with it actually. I I think you're right. It was better than episode one, but not by much.
0: Okay, so how mu- how many Fox River eights are you going to rate it?
1: Well, I'm going to give it. How many of of his Yemen crew are there? Because we got a new Fox River eight basically tonight as well. That's the other thing to point yeah, out. Yeah,
0: I want to say Yemen seven. Uh, we'll also, go also the Yemen Seven. But he said, like, he wants to release everybody. So is it like
1: everybody, like the whole prison? <laughs> I think it's just all his homies, because um, he's got a few of them in that that cell with him. Plus the guy who runs ISIL.
0: Exactly, and the guy who owns Freddie Mercury's
1: ashes. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, I look. I give it two fox river inmates out of eight. Um and they're not two of mm-hmm. the good fox river inmates it's it's Tweener. that was my next question and yep. yeah it's it's Tweener and it's haywire
0: yeah okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go yeah for me it's a it's a westmoreland uh it's a uh a haywire <laughs> but also it's an abruzzi as well, so that's um okay it's that's, that's three that's right. but one of them's quite a good one
1: yeah, so that was that was prison break for this week uh Thanks for all your support, everyone who's listened to the show uh, and, uh, and downloaded last week's episode. Uh, as we mentioned last week, we have a couple of ways that you can get in touch with us. So we have a Facebook group courtesy of Hadley. Uh, what was the group called, Hadley?
0: Uh, it is Josh and Hadley Pod. Well, maybe it's just Josh and Hadley show. Who knows? Just type in Josh and Hadley on Facebook.
1: So you'll figure that out.
0: Look the um all all our information it's just on our LinkedIn page. So you can just check it out there. Uh that's where you can get just if you wanna download more, if you wanna connect with us on a on a business level, um that's where you need it. And um that you know, that's all I've got to say about about our social media. I don't care. I don't wanna have to I'm not, I'm not whoring this. No, no, no. So email, email us to, at uh, joshandhadleypod
1: at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, if you've got any sponsorship uh, discussions that you, you want to have with us, email us at uh, sponsorships at joshandhadley.pod at gmail.com. <laughs> um, if you just. Um, we're talking to you, Emirates. We know you've got the money. Yeah, look, and and we've also got our new t shirts. The uh, There's only one way to find out t shirts. <laughs> uh, they're going to be going on sale. Um, on our eBay account uh, starting from today as well. Uh if you want to if you want to get those just look for uh, Josh and Hadley on eBay. Uh look I think I think that's everything. <laughs> yeah mate, shut it down. <laughs> uh big thanks to Emirates uh for sponsoring this week's episode. Uh look mate, I'll talk to you next <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> and not a minute before. Roll credit music. I'll I'll never stop recording. Don't miss out on anything. Subscribe right now to stay in the know.